Welcome to the podcast for forward-thinking creatives and changemakers. AC Africa presentation with your host, Peter Blastos-Sebeko. This is the one. And believe it or not, we are day 74 into lockdown in South Africa. Mm. Welcome to the one podcast and what is the topic today? Well, 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 we talked to the marketer today. We talk to marketers out there about their seemingly changing profession. So being at a much softer lockdown stage, level three, a lot of people have gone back to, to work, you know, um, and going back to work to face the unknown or face their fears. I'm saying this because many went back to work into level three only to be met with notifications of their last paychecks believe it or not so here we go with the changing face of marketing and maximizing value the ongoing impact of coronavirus uh, COVID-19 is still widely visible and is significantly impacting a number of industries supply chains have disrupted unemployment rates have skyrocketed and the public health crisis has escalated not only in the country but in many other countries so despite the implementation of unprecedented government stimulus packages and interest rates being dropped the pandemic is still affecting many uh, industries Um, so as a marketer you'll need to move quickly to recognize and be ready for necessary changes to meet business and consumer needs as they are evolving and they're evolving fast in a way that was not uh, on your original horizon for your brand right otherwise you might not have a job by the end of level three who knows so here's uh, to an example of what is happening out there netflix has reduced their streaming service to standard definition in many markets around the world to help manage available bandwidth so that essential services or systems can operate unhindered which makes sense right so all of a sudden the product offering has downgraded and and, and you have to deal with that as a, as a marketer many businesses have had to change their business models as you might know so let's come back at home let us come back to chatting to one of my good friends um very tough to call a friend uh it's somebody that i've done business with i highly respect I have so much respect for her and uh, personally engaged with um, uh, with her on, on, on various levels in business, as I've just said. Uh, she has tons of experience spending over 20 years in the corporate world, having worked in various marketing positions of leading media companies on the continent. And uh, she now has her own business as a marketing consultant and as a project manager, Cynthia Marke. So she's going to be unpacking the topic and to share the key insights on the changing face of marketing and maximizing value. So let's welcome Cynthia Marke. Thank you for joining me, Cynthia. Hi, hi, Peter. It's great to be with you. Are you well? Yes, I'm good. And how are you? I'm very well, thanks. And thanks for joining me. Um, So just jump straight into it. Um, We're going to get into it uh, just by looking at something uh, that is quite interesting. So, so COVID nineteen, as you know, came in and the world changed. The world went on lockdown. Factories uh, were shut down. Quarantines enforced. Travel bans imposed, and we stayed home. Of course, this resulted in immediate changes practically across all sectors, right? So, I thought just to start us off, um, we should play just a little game just to indicate how the changes uh, are going on going on around us, and uh, we can c- call that game just a market change tester. Is, okay. It, is, 
it's, it's an assessment of, of, of industries to highlight the depth of change you know, that's going on around us. So um, what I'm going to do is I'll call out an industry or a sector and you just categorize it as either marginal, mm -hmm. moderate, or massive. Mm -hmm. And you just provide a, just one line explanation of... Uh, your answer really whether it's marginal moderate or massive you good with that that sounds good that sounds straightforward let's go for it okay here we go airline travel i'll say massive change um and mm -hmm. the reason for that is because you know as you know airlines across the world including south mm. africa have been grounded uh for, for quite a while um and they're currently very cash strapped um, with little government support, uh, and many are actually heading for bankruptcy. So it's a massive. Supply chain? Oh, absolutely massive, no doubt about that. Uh, particularly because China is a significant and dominant manufacturing hub in the world. Mm -hmm. um, so most countries... Um, so when the shutdown uh, took place in China, the whole world was impacted. This is even before other countries mm -hmm. went into lockdown. And so retail? massive. Okay. Retail, well, okay. I would definitely say massive change. Um, you know, firstly, mm -hmm. depending on which aspect of retail you're referring to, um, some aspects were not as highly impacted as others. If I take the food retail sector, for example, mm -hmm. it has been functioning to a large extent better than other um, sectors within retail. Uh, mm -hmm. But I think, broadly speaking, there will be a shift um, from bricks and mortar to e-commerce within retail. Okay, media and advertising? I would say it's moderate to massive change. It's both. Um, in that, um, on one hand, we saw a sudden collapse uh, for demand in advertising mm -hmm. um, across the board. But then on the other side, uh, because everybody was on lockdown, um, a lot of media platforms experienced um, skyrocketing audiences, let's be mm. honest. Okay. So, yeah, I'd say both. Insurance? Definitely massive change as well. Um, there's a decrease in premium volumes, for example, uh, due to businesses collapsing, you know, coupled with the social distancing uh, that, you know, led to decrease in demand uh, for insurance. Tourism and hospitality? Once again, massive change. Um, the industry was pretty much, you know, at a standstill and still is to a large extent, uh, particularly in South Africa. As you know, uh, since the um, level three lockdown uh, as of this past Monday, mm -hmm. um, business travel has obviously has been um, resurrected as it were, resuscitated. Mm -hmm. um, but um, all in all, the, the industry is still pretty much uh, under lockdown. Healthcare and uh, pharmaceuticals? Massive change. Um, we saw, you know, the rise in prices for uh, pharmaceutical ingredients uh, that are manufactured in China, um, okay. you know, in, in some cases actually been unavailable after extended factory closures. So certainly massive change. And it, I, I suspect it will continue to, to, to be impacted going forward in, in the short to medium term. And finally, entertainment. Once again, it seems like everything is massive change. Hey, Definitely massive change as well. You know, aspects of the entertainment industry have high human contact. So as you can imagine, a lot of um, companies have to cease operating. Um, but then on the other side, you have the low contact um, sectors, such as gaming, uh, which saw a dramatic increase um, in terms of, of, of sales 
um, because obviously everybody was you know, under lockdown, so people were purchasing um, you know, game, gaming um, uh, content mm-hmm. as such. Yeah. Okay. I mean, from what you said, I mean, I think you've said it as well. Um, it seems like it's it's massive change across the board. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually wanted to say, uh, just going back to the retail question, the, the true notable difference was really and truly around the, 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 the food retail sector, where it, it almost felt like business as usual, um, you know, with, with regards to sales, um, because it's a necessity. Everybody was still going out to buy food, whereas everything else uh, pretty much came to a standstill, as we all witnessed. Yeah. So it, it, it looks like these massive changes, um, it's, it's either on the extreme of the one side on, or, or, or the other side, meaning um, the, there could have been a change on the operations of the business or change in, in the sense that there's much more business coming through, uh, which would mean, uh, which goes to, 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 to the next question that I have for you, which is which ones of those sectors uh, would have been affected greatly or would have been affected from a marketing point? Okay. Um, well, firstly, we know that a number of companies are, you know, literally prioritizing conserving cash, you know, through cutting costs. So that's a priority all in all. Um, so that mm. obviously means that marketing budgets are, you know, they're going to be affected. There's no yeah. doubt about that mm. as a result. Um, now, depending on the dynamics, I would say, surrounding a particular brand um, or, or organization, um, Say, for example, if um, the, the brand um, relies heavily on, on the customer experience, then mm-hmm. companies and brands will probably be forced to pay more attention to the marketing function. Um, I'll, I'll give you an example in terms of what I mean by that. So if we take the airline industry, since we touched on that earlier, um, yeah. as the industry opens up, um, they, they will pay particular attention um, with the team. They will have what? Sorry, I missed that. They will have? They will have to pay particular attention um, okay. to their marketing. Um, so, the, so, so the marketing function won't be about re-energizing sales only, right? Um, okay. And taking off with, with their left, left off. They have to now review the messaging and, and you know, reassure um, the market that they are COVID sensitive in terms of compliance okay. um, because yeah. there are health implications. Um, so, so the, versus say um, an IT hardware, um, you know, a corporation or yeah. brand, they yeah. won't the, the the need to address the safety linked to the customer experience won't be as strong. So the marketing function won't have that mm. additional pressure. If you get what I mean? Um, I it will really be about the resumption of of sales as such. Um, yeah, and the message, other messaging. Okay. That makes so, sense. So really, I, I think just, yeah, just to, to sum it up, really, it's ultimately, you know, the marketing strategies across sectors will have to build in some sort of health and safety, uh, you know, uh, story into their mix as consumers will demand that from them, right? Um, you know, because, it, yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's top of mind as it stands. So it's something that a lot of consumers will be concerned about first and foremost. Okay. And, and, and with consumer behavior changing uh, during this time, how does that impact on, on the role of marketing? Uh, you know, I truly believe that it's, it's, it's early days in this whole, you know, COVID experience to draw definitive conclusions. Um, as we're still finding our way, I'd say, you know, not yeah. just as a country, but the whole world. 
Um, however, I think it's clear that people's homes are going to be their sanctuary. Uh, you know, yeah. where people equip their homes to be fully functioning, in, you know, environments where they can not only, you know, live, but they can work and play there too. Um, so there's going to be that whole, um, you know, cocooning uh, culture that's, that's certainly going to continue going forward. Um, so we, we're going to, I mean, I mentioned the gaming issue earlier about, you know, the, the gaming industry enjoying high sales. That's going to continue, I do believe. And um, even the home you know, home working furniture space, I think that's going to enjoy high sales or higher sales than usual because people have to make sure that, you know, the, the, the homes are actually fully equipped uh, and fully functioning for, for them to work from home. I so that, that's actually, a, it, it's a point of opportunity actually for, for entrepreneurs. Um, I think the, the, the home working furniture uh, sector uh, for them to tap into. Um, so yeah, uh, that, that's how I see that. Yeah. And I think that the, the, the other thing with regards to um, shopping habits, um, we're going to see a shift without a doubt um, in terms of how people shop, you know, your, your shopping yeah. malls. I'm sure you see this as well, um, yeah. where, you know, the whole physical shopping experience is slowly coming to an end. I mean, you, you know, malls are not as full as they used to be uh, for, the, for the most part. Um, yeah. People are concerned again, you know, um, you, you know, with health and safety issues. So um, a lot of people are now starting to shift shift towards uh, purchasing um, online. So yeah. we're going to see that crystallize as, as time moves forward. Um, and 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 the other like interesting notables actually are how people are are self empowering themselves as well, just in terms of being forced to do things that they never did before. So as you know, uh, like with the beauty and personal care industry, which basically, uh, you know, the, the industry still can't trade under level three, you're seeing people continuing to, um, to do their own hair from home, uh, you know, doing literally everything um, and, 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 and learning how to actually do things themselves. Things like, you know, even cutting hair, you see men actually now, Men who typically would have to go to a barber are now actually doing their own thing and cutting. They're going to the likes of, of Diskim and, 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 and clicks and, and, and buying their own cutters and, and cutting their own hair. So I think going forward, people are going to be a little bit more self-empowered and, and are going to do things themselves. Yeah, it's interesting because as you giving me uh, those examples, uh, what I'm picturing is that with the extreme that you're explaining, there's the flip side, meaning that uh, if you're sitting on the flip side as a business, you've got to think about how that is impacting your business, if there's going to be any business. Because, for instance, if you're talking malls and people are going to be more uh, home-centered and not going to, to malls as much, you, if you're sitting on the other side, uh, meaning from the mall side, you, you need to be re either reconsidering the business or, or reimagining your business. No, without an absolute doubt there. Um, so it just goes back to my earlier point about, you know, uh, businesses shifting towards e-commerce. So you need to go to the consumer. You have to find ways of going to them because they're not coming to you anymore, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I think the other addition to that is, you know, with, with the strained economic climate, there's going to continue to be money pressures, you know, um, going forward. So people are going to be in a position where they're going to um, have to, literally prioritize the, the purchasing decisions, you know, just, just in terms of, you know, focusing on their needs as opposed to, you know, uh, their, their wants, you know. 
Um, so that's obviously going to impact br uh, brand custodians at the end of the day, um, just in terms of questioning whether their product will survive long term. Um, and, and also in, from a messaging point of view, mm -hmm. it's going to be about um, convincing the consumer because now you, 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 you're dealing with, with, with a scenario where people don't have enough money. Um, and you've got to convince them that your product is a necessity um, and they need it in their lives. And if there isn't um, enough uh, money to spend, there's going to be, uh, like you said earlier, budget cuts. Um, how important is the role of marketing when there is that kind of change uh, that affects things like budget cuts in a massive way, as you explained? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I think it may not necessarily be a straightforward issue of whether the marketing budget is important or not, uh, mm -hmm. but rather, you know, it, it, it's about what's the most important need for the business in that moment, right? Um, okay. So if, if, if the need to simply cut costs is there, that is it. That's bottom line. So it means everything else has to be cut, including marketing. However, the marketeer, it, you know, his role will then be about, okay, how do I make my money go further? Yeah. So I, I think we're starting to see this already where marketers are moving away from traditional marketing and, and using digital um, platforms. Um, so yeah. digital marketing essentially is going to be key going forward as opposed to traditional marketing. Um, even the brands with big pockets um, are going to have to shift. We're seeing that shift already taking place through ad agencies who traditionally probably focused on, let's say, 80% traditional um, advertising. Yeah. Now, they have to reverse that model and literally go 80% um, digital, if not more. Um, so that leap forward has, has taken place over a very short uh, space of time. Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, agencies have been forced to because they're realizing clients' uh, you know, budgets are tighter. Um, and the world has, has changed over a short period of time. And I'm, yep. saying, I'm saying that they're taking the leap because um, digital marketing is nothing new, let's be honest. It's been on the cards for, for the past decade at least. Um, but I think there was always this, this, this almost like mild wait and see kind of um, you know, approach to digital marketing to a large extent um, within uh, the industry. Um, yep. But now people are forced to take the leap, literally. All right, and I imagine, um, and I'm glad you, you, you're talking about digital marketing because that speaks to the question that I have for you right now, which is uh, if outdoor advertising was badly hit and, and it continues to be, um, uh, so events have been put on ice, sponsorships frozen and media houses affected, et cetera, et cetera. Where do you see the biggest shifts? Is it in, 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 in your last answer about, about uh, digital marketing or is there a, a big shift that you foresee other than that? No, I, I think that is the big shift, um, that it's a shadow, without a shadow of doubt, that it's going to be digital. Uh, so that firm move away from traditional marketing methods certainly is going to take place. Um, and, and any brand that was left behind has to not catch up uh, with regards to that. Um, but now the, 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 the good thing with, with uh, digital marketing is that at least it allows the brands to um, target their communication with a lot more precision than traditional methods. So in a way, it, it's almost like a, a blessing in disguise because the old methods typically, I mean, let's be honest, um, will be inclined to have more wastage as you communicate with a broader audience that you may not 
necessarily intend to want to to reach right um mm -hmm. but with, with 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 digital um you know at least you know you, you're, as i said your targeting is much more precise yeah you can pretty much even get instant results with it and measure um the, the, i think the key thing is measurability um you know by using you know various uh you know web analytics tools such as let's say spring google analytics or adobe for that matter yeah okay um do you think that work life is going to go back to to how we knew it, Cynthia, uh, before COVID-19. Now, how should marketers think or prepare for a long-term scenario? Because um, COVID-19 is changing the way we, we conduct business, right? And, and there are changes in the business environment, like like we've been discussing uh, now. Uh, there's been retrenchments and there's been technical and political changes and uh, others, you know. How do you see the landscape of business in the short to medium term? So maybe not long term. So in the short to medium term in the country uh, or even globally? Sure. I, I think the first thing is really mitigating risk. Um, I think that COVID has taught all of us, um, you know, about uncertainty and not being prepared. Um, so I think a lot of companies are going to literally focus on, you know, their mitigation of how, how do they protect their businesses. Um, an example would be um, on the supplier side, um, perhaps going forward, you know, just to ensure that there's business continuity, you know, during such challenges. Um, also at such challenging periods, I should say, um, there may well be a need to diversify your pool of suppliers, right? Instead of yeah. relying on, on one supplier, be it you know, a supplier in, in Asia or, or even locally for that matter. Perhaps going forward is just making sure that to a large extent, you, 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 your business is lockdown proof. Um, you, you're not you know, impacted because you know, you, you're one supplier um you know can't get product to you right um and i think the other thing that we touched on earlier um is is e-commerce um that's definitely going to be um you know the core focus for a lot of businesses if possible um if, if, if the product allows or the service allows um so um in closing i really would say that the impact of of, of COVID-19 has been astounding. And I think at the end of the day, you know, we all know it's been extremely confusing and, and really challenging um, to say the least. Um, but I think as, 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 as business owners, as marketeers, we should not be paralyzed by the challenges that we're experiencing, but rather let's see, um, you know, these challenges as, as a massive opportunity um, to rather maybe pay more attention to the things that we ignored previously um, and start improving and doing business not not only differently but even better than before seeing what is happening around us as uh, a huge opportunity i think that's a, a, a great way to close i mean with that positive message so i want to thank you very much cynthia for uh, coming on and, and sharing those insights and those nuggets with us and um, it's been an absolute pleasure, Peter. Thank you. I wish you well. It's been a great pleasure chatting to Cynthia Marke. And uh, what I picked up is uh, quite a number of things from that chat is that there's going to be some kind of health and safety story that needs to be built into your strategy as a, a marketer. And uh, homes are going to be the center of consumers. So think about that. And there's uh, 
plenty of opportunity as much as there's so much gloom uh, happening around us at this point. Uh, people are going to be self-empowered and, and there will be money pressures at the same time. So prioritize, uh, or people rather, will be prioritizing on buying decisions. And a big shift that was discussed is that digital marketing is going to be key. And that is taking quite a leap. And uh, as businesses would have to also be mitigating risks. So those are just some of the things that we've just discussed on today's podcast. And um, I'd like to thank you for joining us. And while I still have you, let me just remind you... um, that please do subscribe where you found this podcast on this website uh, please click on subscribe so that you can get a hold of other po- uh, podcasts that we have um, and many other information um, that we hold that could be useful for you and um, uh, another reminder that i have for you is the webinar we will be holding soon it is a webinar on brushing up your skills and running a winning webinar so to join us for that send us your email address to info at cmajorproductions.com that's info at cmajorproductions.com. It is not to be missed. Thank you once again for joining me. We hope that you have been essentially served. Be safe and productive. Until next time, that's the one.